seemed to run straight at him, and all of a sudden, he was on his back. Oh, my goodness gracious me. What has he done, done? Yes, hello and welcome to my very favourite part of the week. It is the Professor and Barney podcast, episode 33, if you're following along. And um, we're having a wonderful time in studio before it even started, aren't we, guys? Yeah, yeah it's awesome. I think we peaked early. <laughs> we did. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> That's uh, Andrew Barnett that you can hear. Hello, Andrew. How are you? I'm well, mate. I'm well. Bought a uh, replacement basketball ring yesterday, mounted it last night, back uh, <laughs> hooping uh, <laughs> like you wouldn't. Yeah. That's why it broke the first time. Did yeah. you? Uh, wind blew it. <laughs> oh, did it? Don't yeah. tell that story. Yeah, so like, mad you dunks. Threw it down on one of yeah. your sons. <laughs> threw it down. That's what all Jenny Craig subscribers say. Hi all. Oh. Hey all. That man coming in firing very early, Thomas of the Tuxedos. How are you? How are we, guys? Yeah, good and really well. Very um, very well dressed today. Mm. Yeah. Um, is that is that actually mm. just a real estate jumper? It, or? It's yeah. actually a, a Chicago radio station. Uh, which I don't know. Do you Rio? Okay. But, uh, I, uh, I Rio? Yeah, research. And Nick, those wonderful Kiwi yes. dulcet tones. How are you over there on the shaky yeah. Isles, mate? Very exciting times. Uh, obviously, this week you probably know this that the New Zealander of the Year nominations were announced. Oh, did you get another nod, Lord? Again? Uh, no, no, <laughs> not no. This is exciting. So there's three. The three front runners uh, obviously are Dave Dolben, uh, Supreme Supreme Leader <laughs> um, Jacinda Ardern, the Prime Minister, the Director mm. General of Health Ashley Bloomfield, and Mittens the Cat. Oh, who's um, Mittens? <laughs> Mittens, the cat is a um, is a cat that is um, mm. in Wellington that <laughs> just rolls around, and um, that's Where's... good enough for everybody. That's good enough. For, that's that, that's all we he's been doing. We have got a third. That's a tight <laughs> deal. Look at two. Who is who's the favourite there? Who have they? Well, there's t- well, okay. So the only thing stopping Mittens from winning this year is a very popular, obviously Jacinda Ardern, mm. and a very busy road. <laughs> Oh, um, that's okay. the other. Yeah, right. <laughs> 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 that's the only other yeah. massive hurdle in Mittens' way. Well, but, uh, good luck to Mittens. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Well, can pause. You, we go. Pause. Can you give us really? updates. Sorry, pause. pause crossed. Oh. Give us updates each week on Mittens. Yeah. Uh, Tommy, what's your artisan craft that you're doing this week? We had a lot of emails during um, the week. Yeah. So, well, as everybody knows, COVID tough time for for a lot of people, and a lot of people are upping up their 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 consumption of the booze so mm. I've, I've started a little bathtub distillery company oh very good oh, wow. yeah oh, nice. what are you making i'm making gin uh vodka Ooh, uh, what are the whiskey. botanicals what botanicals are you using for you uh juniper yeah, and nice. faro Ooh, really mm. wow. and how can our listeners get their hands on this <laughs> um well i have just it's very fledgling business but yeah go to www.imdistillstanding.com <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay dot very, that's congratulations yeah that's, i think it'll do very well i'm yeah, just still standing I'm just, it's better than your other one of uh, gin on my face. <laughs> that was the yeah. yeah, I mean that one. That one yes. had a tough time. Yeah. To Certain clientele, wasn't it? Mm. That you were, yeah, that yeah. you were attracting. Yeah, mm. don't do it on my gin. No, it was another one. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. That was hugely successful. Yeah, I thought it was cop it on the gin. Cop it on the gin. Yeah, gin up. Yep. Mm. Gin okay, up was, yeah. look, this is not. 
an alcohol pun show. That is a different one. <laughs> okay. This is a sports. Yeah, it's more specific. Historical gin pun show. <laughs> a historical sports program. So um, just to explain what this podcast is, I'll do it mm. this week. Basically, we take a moment in the sporting week and we then use that moment to dig deeper into the sporting annals to see where it's mm. happened before, whether it'll happen again, mm. and how likely it is to make us laugh. Um, so... In the light of that, this week, mm. um, are you doing it this I week, believe Tommy? I am, yes. What have you got? What story have you got? Uh, so in the light of essentially off the back of... Mm. Uh, basically. Basically, <laughs> essentially, here we go. Um, we are looking at the Philadelphia 76ers mm. and their dynamic duo of Joel Embiid and mm. Ben Simmons, Australia's mm. very own Ben Simmons. Australia's um, Swiss king. Uh, and they mm. they just Simmons. they just got bundled out of the, uh, the NBA playoffs in the bubble, mm. um, but we're looking... Looking at their disappointing sort of last few years and that being put down to it, it's been it's been sort of reported that Joel and Ben don't get along. Uh, they don't have mm. a good chemistry, a good dynamic, and that's why the team's struggling. Their coach Brett Brown, who's now coaching the the Boomers, has just been sacked. Uh, so yeah, this is this podcast is about come off the back off. Sorry, of uh, Joel and Ben not getting along. So we're doing teammates that hated each other. Great, Ooh. and it or, works. Saucy topic. Or venom between teena- yeah, teammates. It is a very good topic. Mm. Get involved if you'd like to. Get on our socials at Professor J Roch, which is Twitter and Instagram, and at Narrow World of Sports, which is Facebook. <laughs> drained it. That was from halfway, that bad boy. Okay, before we get into this uh, topic, before we sink our teeth in, um, mm. Tommy, we also like to get you to read a review out from one of our listeners. We yes. encourage people to leave five-star reviews. Um, Who have you got today? Give it a crack. This one, guys, it's called Apologies Repriorities uh, by Buck Shelford, All Black Legend, 9th of August, 2025 starts. Now, Buck's written in before. He's, is that right? He's a serial writer-inner. Okay. Um, And uh, after weeks of not sleeping, the guilt has got the hardest man in rugby union. Not even a torn nutsack (laughs) could bring tears to my eyes, but listening to Tommy reach his... Read his... Read the Priorities (laughs) podcast. (laughs) A single tear was shed. To be brutally honest, I believe Tommy is the funniest man on this podcast by far. I'm going to read that one again. I believe Tommy is the funniest man on the podcast by far, to reiterate. Uh, In no particular (laughs) order, but essentially, first to last, Tommy, Nick, Brooksy, Professor Barney. As JobKeeper has been... Brooksy, Barney. As JobKeeper has been lengthened, I have more time on my hands to research. Uh, what sort of small fishing village is Watson's Bay? Average house price, $2 million. Are they fishing bricks of cocaine? That's a very Keep good up question. the good work, boys. That's a great question. This former harm out of rugby union, thanks you. Uh, I see what he's done with his oh. ranking there. See, the, the one is Tommy, mm. two is Nick, three is Brooksy, four is Professor, five is Barney. So Tommy gets us to one star. Yeah, add Nick, you're yeah, a two star. Right. Brooksy gets oh, the very three. Good. Professor, yeah. that's four. And then throw in Barney for the facts, and it's five stars. <laughs> that, I see, because it's in no particular order, like no you particular do. Order. I mean, that could no, be. Yeah, this yeah. one, actually, funnily enough, he wrote a second comment that said this is in exact order. Um, <laughs> yeah. I find, I, Nick, I'd be offended if I was you. This is clearly one of your countrymen, and he's yeah. picking Tommy over yeah. you. Yeah. 
That's yeah, well, that's it. That's I'm gonna have to have a word to him, and he literally lives next door. Of course so he does. I can't actually do that. <laughs> All right, very good. Write um, write a review if you want it read out by by one of the world's great readers. Yeah, wow, yeah. that was amazing. Do you do you don't do you do audio books? I could just sit and listen. You that'd be great. Oh, the greatest. Oh, mate, hear Harry I'm, Potter going. <laughs> It's I'm good amazing. at the accents, though. I can, I'm good at the accents. So anything with accents, I'm good. Um, okay. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you're a wizard, Harry. Sorry, you're a wizard, Harry. Oh <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I'm no. Um, yeah, I can't. I, I'm not a good reader. <laughs> no, you were going to name the famous reader. <laughs> <laughs> of course, I'm no. No, oh, right. no. no because you can have the you guy can... who does the the audio books for the well, Harry Potter. Oh, okay. Stephen Fry. Yeah, Stephen Fry. One of he the does. great readers. Yeah. Yeah. He's great. One of the great readers. That's what he would go That's down. Great. Great. Would go down Buck, in that three books. Buck One of the great readers. Buck Shelf, if you could please send us a list in no particular order of your top five Who readers. You, yeah, on yeah. the podcast. And see where Tommy... And if Brooksy beats me at that, I'm all over. I just can't read. You don't get people picking on kids at school for being bad readers. Yeah. I would like to know the price of your education. Yeah. All those years Versus. at Cranbrook and then four years at Sydney University. Yeah, but like I brought more things to the table than than study. A lot of it. A lot of it was money. The gifts of joy, sweat. I mean, yeah. I put a lot yeah. of money into the canteen. <laughs> Pickles. <laughs> yeah, I was pickling away oh, yeah, for all the teachers. Of course. Of course. <laughs> I apologise. Um, and a message to people out there: learn to read. Okay, um, <laughs> who wants to start here? Uh, hey, are you ready? Is the fryer ready? <laughs> the, f- the fryer. The fryer, yeah. the fryer of <laughs> fast forward. Here he goes. Our project crew. All right. I got two today. Uh, two teammates that hated each other. Um, first off, I'm, I'm just sticking to the world of cricket. Um, I've, summer's coming. I can yes. I can feel it. The England-Pakistan mm, yep. uh, tests are going well, if you're English, I suppose. Um, and uh, the Australia-England, uh, is it one day as they're going over there? Yeah, they are. They're, they're starting soon. They'd so be in quarantine now, wouldn't they? They would be. They would be. So I'm, I'm getting excited for cricket, so I thought let's stick in the cricket world. Um, most famously uh, in Australia, um, the two teammates that didn't get along, uh, Michael Clark, former Australian captain, and Simon Kadich. Um, so there's an infamous story that's uh, part of Australian folklore. Um, they, they didn't always not get along, um, but uh, basically the incident in question, the incident where they uh, where they where the falling out really came to a head, uh, took place in the SCG dressing room early 2009. It was the end of the summer, last test match of the summer. Australia had just beaten South Africa in that test match. Uh, unfortunately, uh, that series, they'd lost their first uh, test match, test series on home soil in 15 years, uh, mm. going down to and Michael Clark won. was at the helm. No, Michael Clark wasn't at the helm. Who? It's pre. Uh, that, this is Ricky Ponting days. Oh, it's about Punter. boot into Clark's oh. captaining mm. abilities. So what happened? So they um, were still still sandpapering back then. Okay, uh, that's not funny. So actually, Nick, it's <laughs> funny because um, the summer started with a two two test um, uh, series against New Zealand, um, which I think yep. may How have been we go? the the death knell for the Australian summer because I think it was too easy. 
Yeah. Like, you know when you right. start too easy? <laughs> no, you totally. Just, like, so they, that was two-test series. Brisbane, we won by 149 runs in under four days. Um, Adelaide, <laughs> you guys, four day. Adelaide, you yeah. guys didn't do quite as well. Um, yeah. <laughs> in under four days, we won by 62 runs. Oh, plus an innings. Yeah, an innings and 62 runs. That's so That's why yeah. people listen. Yeah, obviously the Australians short on batting practice because, um, you know, when you only get to bat once yeah, in a test right. match. Uh, I think we were still playing under Chris Kins, though. At that, that time, so oh. there's probably a reason why. So they had a win elsewhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good on so <laughs> one of the most yeah. profitable series yeah. in New Zealand. Yeah. Series. <laughs> We've got to get paid somehow, guys. We've got to get paid somehow. <laughs> uh, and they've got the accountants to launder the cash they do. too. They do. Um, <laughs> allegedly, allegedly. Um, so allegedly. the test series against South Africa, um, we lose. Remember, this is the epic loss in uh, in Perth to start the series. Uh, the South Africans um, chased down 414 in the, right. in the final. Record-breaking, wasn't it? Yes, to win by oh, six man. wickets. We can only imagine that. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, yeah, four to four fourteen in two innings would be good for you guys, Nick. Um, <laughs> yes. Two test matches by the sounds of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so then we lost our first Boxing Day test in a long time. Uh, they won – the South Africans won by nine wickets. So SCG, it comes to the SCG. It's all very uh, very emotional when we have a good win. We end up winning by 103 runs. So after each test, um, the team song sung the, under the Southern Cross. Now, there is always a member of the team who's the custodian of the song. They're the one that leads the song. They get to decide when we sing it and – do, do you mind giving us a few bars? Mate, yeah. no, I, do, I'm, I don't pretend to be an Australian cricketer. I mean, maybe you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> do you actually know? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know it. What are I the lyrics? All I know is I know. that Nathan Lyon is the current custodian of yeah. the song, so he's the one that who knows the I – do, I, I don't think I've ever heard it. No. But, but I um, think that's the whole thing behind yeah. it is you're not meant to it's know unless mistake. you play for the team. Oh, okay. Oh, is it, mm. Isn't it the Venger bus? Isn't <laughs> the Venger under the other <laughs> Southern <laughs> Cross is coming. I can't sing anymore because we'd have to pay the rights for that song. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, true, true. So Mike Hussey's there. He's having a good time. Um, basically, the idea is <laughs> the idea is Huss. you're not supposed to leave until the song, the, no one disbands until the song's been sung. Um, Clarky had made uh, a booking for midnight, some midnight drinks to celebrate the end of the summer. Oh wow! Um, mm. So he's keen to get a roll on. Haas has just settled in. He's just going. How good's cricket? Love playing cricket. Yeah. This is you the can best. Just see I'm, his in, head. I'm in a dressing yeah. room in cricket. He's got like cricket, the little apple cricket. wheel of death going. Yeah. Just loving um, yeah. life. So he's just he's, he's in no he's in no hurry, right? So Steve Bernard, the um, Steve Bernard, sorry, the the team manager. <laughs> Um, mm. Keeps coming up to him and saying, mate, Huss, uh, you know, feel the boys, you know, want to get going. When, when's, when's the song? And it gets to the point where Huss goes, you know what, every time you ask, it's 15 minutes later. So he's just Isn't this getting... weird that this is going on? Yeah. Super weird. Mind games. Anyway, so what mm. happens is, so Huss Cato... is probably trying to get next season's mind map out of the way. He's in front of the whiteboard. Mm. He's oh, odd. Simon, Simon Kadich is there. He's enjoying it too. He, him and Huss are like, oh, yeah, let's, let's hang in the, the, change rooms and let's just drink some piss at the SCG. Um, so then uh, Clarkie starts to think, you know, these guys, these guys are taking the piss out of me. They're deliberately taunting me. Oh. So this is from Clark's autobiography. Do you, do you mind if I do a bit of a Michael Clark voice? I would love you to. <clears throat> Huss and Caddo seem mm. to be enjoying the delay. That is spot on. <laughs> and particularly at my expense. 
I think I hear them say something like, fuck it, let's make him wait a little bit longer. It's smoke that time, Kurt. Sorry about that. Mate, yep. That's, that's Clarky's fault. <laughs> and then I lose it. Hang on. You're doing this in spite of me, you fucking dogs. Okay. Have the balls to say it to my face. <laughs> Cato fires up. What did you just say? I, <clears throat> it's a little low I for said, cottage. I said, have the balls to say it to my face, you weak. And what's this word, Tommy? It says C asterisk asterisk. Asterix S. Uh, uh, Cox. Cox. Cox, you weak Cox. Um. <laughs> Cat up much across the room, grabs him by the shirt collar, and for a few seconds we glare at each other and mutter obscenities, which I don't know why you'd f***ing, you just said a pl- bunch of obscenities. Yeah, you're right. Sorry, another one there. <laughs> you, said, yeah. you added one of your own. <laughs> I just <laughs> I mean, If he ever wanted to hit me, now is his chance. With me, a beer in each hand and my arms around my teammate's shoulders. But he walks away. I stay in the circle. Um, I don't know what the circle was. He didn't mention that before. Clark storms out in the end, goes to his drinks. Um, now, I've got to clarify here. There, part of the rumour was that Clark uh, then seeing Lara Bingle. Lara mm. was putting pressure on him. Come on, let's uh, go to Fashion Week or some bullshit. I've just written off my Aston Martin. That's yeah. the garbage. Yeah. So, um, so Cato will say now and has said since she had nothing to do with it. This was nothing to do with her. She copped a lot of uh, flack. But um, so that's the that's the start of the falling. They play on for a bit uh, longer after that. By 2010, 2011, the Ashes happen. We lose our uh, first Ashes series at home since 1987. Who was the captain then? Ricky Ponting. Damn it. <laughs> um, but this is the thing. So Cadditch gets an ankle injury in the second test. At the end of that test series, we have a review. What went wrong? We haven't lost since the 80s. These guys, they're the England team, they're kind of gumboots. Um, so, <laughs> can you say that? I guess you yeah, can. can say that. Yeah, yeah they well, are gumboots. No, no, I mean you meant to say Wellingtons. I would oh, say, sorry. yeah, Wellingtons. <laughs> oh, <right>. yeah. <laughs> Nick's capital city. Um, yeah, yeah, there are a bunch, yeah, yeah. There are bunch, a bunch of, of New Zealand no, capitals. Right. Wellies, bunch of wellies, yeah. bunch mm. of wellies. Yeah, wet um, wellies. <laughs> so after, as a result, of, as a result of that review, Ponting gets stood down as captain. Who gets to replace him? Your man, Michael Clark. Pup. Pup. Sit in your 12 o'clock appointment. Haddage never plays test cricket again. And, and correct me if I'm wrong, he's quite a contract. good, yeah, quite yeah, a good so average at that stage, isn't he? At his, his average, he finished with a test average. Where did I put it down? He finished with a test average of 45 from 56 tests, 4,188 runs, uh, including 10 centuries and 25 half centuries. He was very centuries. reliable, so, yeah, wasn't he? He was, was a reliable guy. He wasn't out of form. Um, and never a cottage guy. Never got his... Oh. Um, oh, but you were a big pup fan. I remember when you dyed your hair and yeah. got that earring. Yeah. I remember. I, there's only one yeah. player I was less of a fan of than Cadditch. <laughs> That's probably Michael Clark. Yes. Well, I'm I'm glad you're not a fan because uh, is there more? There's not more. Oh, okay. Not more. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you said it right up. I, know. Yeah, I was yeah, like, something's coming. Yeah, I, I was hoping there was a real, real I was haymaker on us. I'm gonna be you? honest. I started talking without knowing there wasn't. <laughs> okay. So is there? Come on, Tommy. This is Tommy, you. Yeah, so in the inner sanctum of the Australian cricket team. What's, what's the, the story? Real story. Yeah. What's, what's the story between Caddish and, and Caddish? Well, uh, I think what you can boil it down to is probably Hussey and Caddish. I mean. Probably old Nelly no mates. They didn't. They didn't really have any other social engagements, and they just thought, well, "Let's all stay at the SCG and drink some forex." Isn't and, that uh, interesting? Can I point out that, that was Matt Hayden's last test as well? Too. So there. Oh, Matt Hayden's last test. So they had to make sure that yeah, mm. had a couple. Yeah, yeah but couple my point being tinnies. is, if you knew someone had a, a place to go, maybe. So you, in that argument, there you're actually <laughs> on Michael Clark's side. 
Well, no, I think he should have stayed regardless and not arc up. But I'm saying he obviously was delaying for a certain reason. And I think he was doing it to fit his agenda because he didn't have any other social engagements to then go out. Really? Because he wouldn't have been invited because he doesn't look like a barrel of laughs. But Who? Which one? Cadditch. Oh, mate. Cadditch, mate. He's got a very but they dour guy. They, they do realise, though, that they're all above the age of 11 and they can go whenever they want. <laughs> That's yeah, but then it's an unwritten rule, right? You don't get like your lolly back if you leave before happy birthday, yeah. mate. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Rule number one, always stay for the lolly bag. Yeah. yeah. Because um, the New Zealand team, what we do in New Zealand is sometimes we go before the game's over. <laughs> um, <laughs> a bunch of you left before the test series over the last <laughs> yeah, summer as well. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Great. And I believe, Bunny, you also had an honourable mention. I do have an honourable mention. Um, did yeah. not just keep it Australian cricket. Pakistani cricket. Now, there's been a bunch Ooh. of feuds in Pakistani mm. cricket over the years, but this is one I wasn't super across and has a bit of mystery to it still. Um, mm. Two of their great bowlers, Wazim Akram and Waka Yunus. Mm. Now, what? Uh, yes. No. So they, you get to see a picture crazy. of them if you're on KO there. Look at them. They, so they start out as really oh, they're handsome devils, aren't they? good friends. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Look at that hair. Ray Bans for days. Yeah, exactly. And a great bowling yeah. too. This is later. They're not as uh, cordial. Yeah. Uh, These are so you, Cause you never, you never saw them at the same end. That was, that's what probably was. Well, in that photo, <laughs> in that photo, he looks cold. He's like, oh, yeah. you told me to wear a sweater vest. And like, he's in the full length one. If you actually look at well, that, he's literally like, got oh, the cold is shoulder. That, buddy, is that where the feud started? And I think that Who knows? No one knows where the feud so, started. No one knows where the feud started. Wow. So what happened was these guys started as best of mates early on to the point where when uh, Wacker missed out on selection for the 1992 World Cup, um, which was out here, um, he... Uh, Wasim was like really not only sad for Wacker, but sort of said, I don't think the side's going to be as good without him. He's a great bowler. Mm. So they're, they're tight. But somewhere in the mid then they won it. Yeah, they won it. Yeah, so he was wrong. Dare I say, probably they probably would have still won it even yeah. if he was there. Yeah. Turns out, turns out they're all right even without Wacker. Yeah, right. um, so, wow. but um, and now so obviously these guys bowled in tandem a lot. One's right-handed, one's left-handed. Both great proponents of swing. Um, but some Sweet somewhere cat. in the nineties, somewhere in the mid nineties, something happened, and the friendship frayed to the point where. Um, in 1999, Bakhtar said things got so bad that, like, the, the, they had a very young side. And he said the two senior players were just fighting constantly. There was a point where they thought Wacker was going to get sent home after an argument oh, on a wow. tour. Um, in the 2003 World Cup... Did they just send him to the naughty corner instead? <laughs> no, they just kept him on. Uh, they thought, let's keep the tension. 2003 World Cup, when Wacker was made captain, half the team rebelled and threatened to walk out on the series. Um, at that point, the guys, neither of them, they didn't talk to each other on or off the field. So the only guy that could talk to both of them was Inzamar Mulhuk, who was sort of stuck yeah, right. in the oh, I love Inzi. Yeah. Inzamar was my so, favourite cricketer. Guy. Speculate. Barney, take a guess. Well, this is, what so do you think it is? You've, you've done a bit of I've done a bit of driving. research. So there's two there's two main theories. Mm. The one is that there there was a fallout over respect because when so when um, Wackass first came into the side, he always called Wasim the um, the senior partner, and so it was very deferential. But as things went on later, he wanted saw themselves as equals and you know there was speculation maybe that upset Wacker I don't know about that sounds um, like the plot line to suits it is 
yeah, yeah. And then, <laughs> and then what happened was um, Wakar's missus turned out to uh, marry Prince Harry, and uh, had to leave the had to leave the yeah. Pakistani oh, setup. Makes sense. Oh, that's yeah. sense. Yeah. yeah. Well, you nailed it. And her no. dad was a judge. Um, but the, the, there is theories that um, Pakistani cricket board, which is very very political, was sort of they were sowing division, different factions, mm. uh, putting poison in mm. the ears of both the players. But no, um, so to this to this day, Wakar's never spoken about it. Wakar hasn't spoken um Do you think publicly. he'll take it to his grave? He may. Um, let's, I mean. Or maybe to his oh, how good would it be if it was just on the tombstone? Like he took it to reason. the grave, but oh, as they put the tombstone the up, reason why I oh, hate here's, him. here's the reason I hated yeah. him. Well, apparently yeah. they've patched it up now, so they're back to liking each other. Um, but Wazim even said uh, we hated each other so much that we weren't on talk, we weren't on talking terms on or off the field. So he's admitted to it. Isn't but that amazing? No uh, evidence. Well, this is what I wanted to do, boys. Mm. Let's wildly speculate. Mm. What do you reckon mm. happened, Tommy? You 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 throw up a good theory, and this is all allegedly. Remember, uh, allegedly, I believe. <clears throat> that uh, Wasim Akram was he was disappointed that he couldn't get quite the quaff on his hair. <laughs> oh, and that um, too that, few. and yeah, and I think also to like capitalize on that, I think the gel that he'd been using for about <laughs> fifteen years, he developed an adult onset allergy to. Oh, so <laughs> and, like, and Wacker's uncle. Major shareholder okay. in the gel company. <laughs> what about that's I, my, that's I my one. Any ideas? always thought that <laughs> Wacker, because he had the same name as a ground in Perth, when he asked <laughs> Wasim to change his name to Gabba, oh, yeah. Yeah. Wasim was right. offended. Yeah. Gabba yeah. Gabba Yeah, we'd be Gabba yeah. and Wacker. Yeah. That'd be a yeah. Uh, and, 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 and then obviously Wasim always wanted to be known. And he's like, no, Walker's Wacker. It's <laughs> um, Adelaide. Yeah. That's what Adelaide Oval Akram. That is that's a good theory. A very yeah. good it's not that wild. You want to throw one up? Yeah, I, well, I know what it is. So basically, <laughs> Wakai Yunus, he, he, well, obviously, came off that very long run up. And then when, um, uh, was he was a Macram, he shortened his run up mm. and within the border, within the the, the inner circle. Mm. Any bowlers within the inner circle, they don't count them as bowlers. They're dead to them. Oh really? So yeah, they're doing half the work. Mate, you're Gavin Larson doesn't hang Gavin Gavin Larson doesn't hang out with Trent Bolt. Um yeah, you know, right. it's, it's that kind of thing. So as soon as you enter into that inner Sorry, circle, Nick, you're, who you're are dead those to them. two people you just <laughs> mentioned? Oh, so they're, um, they, yeah, they they do insurance and uh, also they do. <laughs> I thought he was a downhill player for Norway, old Larson. <laughs> um, all yeah, right, there Larson, one of the great, good. great medium pacer, great medium pacer. Funny thing is, him and Bolt come off the different run-ups, but they bowl at the exact same speed. <laughs> Slow medium. Yeah. You know the funny yeah. thing with cricket and feuds is, in particular, cricket is a sport where you spend so much time with your teammates. Mm. Like yeah, it's hours. Yes. Yeah, it's not. It's not. You know, three hours a months away, yeah. months away. It must as have well. just been horrible. Yeah, yeah. but mm. you you think about it though. When you're out on the field, you can pretty much like if you've had an argument and then you've got to go to fine. fine if you're bowling, you're at fine leg. <laughs> to fo- like yeah. both of them are at fine yeah. leg when the other one's bowling. 
they could easily not talk and just yeah. And I'd say you'd be letting through a few buyers, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry, mate. <laughs> you wouldn't. You wouldn't yeah. want him in a catching position. No. Yeah, doing You're the knee drop field and then just oh, dropping sorry. the knee a little while. Like goes for you, was him? Do you reckon the first time they noticed that he was he was upset with them when he only noticed nine um, butt taps when he took a wicket? <laughs> oh, I see. Yeah. It, it's like he's counted them and he's like, oh, there's one missing here. Yeah. I'm feeling mm. off on one side. <laughs> Imbalance. My, my run-ups all out. I'm uneven back there. Um, all right, very good. Love a cricket feud. Tommy, you go next, my, my good sir. Uh, so, guys, I've got two for you. Um, obviously, uh, listen to this at your own risk. All, all the facts may or may not be true. Um, if they're not, can you write in? Thanks. Yes, please. Yeah. yeah. If they're not I will. True. Don't worry. I will. <laughs> if they're not. <laughs> Ma! Oh. <laughs> Okay, here we go. I'm going to change mine to Barney and Tommy, two members of the same team that hate each other. Is that back? Yeah. On you go. Um, okay, well, I am talking about <laughs> – Come on. He's just drawn a, a, a phallic on my uh, – a phallus? Phallic. I don't know. Relic. <laughs> Who's counting? An, oh, an, no, old no. Penis. an old penis. An old penis. A relic of phallus. Phallic. All right. Um, Come on, dear I'm God. Talking Should about, be in a museum. I'm talking about Michael Westbrook and Stephen Davis uh, of the Washington football team in 1997. I'm no longer allowed, obviously, to refer to them. Uh, this is them playing, uh, and this is them at training. Oh, wow. So they had Just a explain it for full moment. So basically, yep, and there's... There's uh, West uh, Davis with his face smashed in. So basically, Westbrook and Davis were at a, the 1997 mini camp. So the camp that the that they do before you head into sort of preseason, and it's where they narrow the team down to a 50, 52, 53 man roster. And Stephen Davis is is an incredibly. He was an incredibly good footballer. Like he, he he three three Pro Bowls. He was he was an incredible running back. And Michael Westbrook, um, several pokey bowls, several pokey bowls, uh, <laughs> a, a lean green kale bowl every once in a while uh, at the Chorizo. Trust me, oh, yeah. it. it's yeah. worth it. Oh, yeah. it's to I die that for. recommendation yeah. the other day, oh, to die for. Yeah, um, <laughs> to die for. we digress again. Uh, however, uh, his teammate Michael Westbrook, uh, wide receiver. Oh no, vegetarian. Got upset about the uh, Chorizo. <laughs> <laughs> he was vegan. Um, um, oh no! No, he oh, he no. was he was also a very great pos- prospect coming out of college. Mm. He um was picked fourth overall in the 1995 NFL draft. He didn't amount to a whole heap. Uh, he played a bit for the Washington Football Team. He also played a bit for the Cincinnati Bengals. But in the 1997 mini camp, Washington were coming into the season with a really cracking team, and they were excited for the the season ahead. And it just turned out that these two guys just. They didn't get along. They, they mm. there was nothing that was gonna stop them from getting along, and it came down to the this this drill that they were doing together. And he made a comment about his mum. Whoa! Oh. Do you know what the uh, comment is? No, wow. no, no. That it was it was an unrelated. Co- oh, I, Should we I, speculate? No. <laughs> but they decided it wasn't. Geez, your mum must be a lovely lady. <laughs> Uh, my mum's my mum's uh, biscuits are better than yours. Really? Yeah. Bis- biscuits. Yeah. Okay. Um, but they had double an, They had an all-out brawl, yeah. and as you saw, Stephen Davis's face got pretty pretty lit up. Yeah. It actually turned out though that after their careers ended, 
Uh, Michael Westbrook went on to become a professional jiu-jitsu fighter. Oh, really? So he could throw down. He he was a or serious – Or roll. Or grapple yeah. <laughs> or whatever we want to do. We Like arm bars yeah. were all, all sorts of bars. Mm. Um, mm. And – Basically, he went on to he went on to become a professional jujitsu person. So Stephen Davis made a, a mama joke to the wrong yeah. the wrong person. Yo, mama. So, uh, sorry, is that your number one or your number two? That these one? were just one and two. There's no. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So that is one Come and on. two. But Come on, James. What? You know it, what yeah. he does now. Well, I'm still confused. Is that <laughs> there's no order? Well, because I want you it's to just do. like Fugazi, Fugazi. It's just ethereal. Whatever you want, I want it to be. You Whatever can, you want it to be. Pick and stick with one that is your favorite. Yeah. It's your big ending. Well, this one is my equal favorite. Um, oh, man. To the next one. Um, <laughs> I'd love to see Tommy's Netflix special uh, where he just does, and this is the next joke I do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, Never ends or starts with the best stuff. That's great. But I wanted to also just read out a little excerpt about about how Westbrook approaches the game of football, and you can understand how maybe a mama joke May have oh. may have got him a little off off kilter. Okay. So if this starts with "I never had a mother," <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> the orphanage, no. <laughs> and there was an explosion. Uh, no, <laughs> so with with same hat against same hat, day in and day out, we're kind of tired of that. So the minute we see some fresh color on the other side of us, we get hype. We get super, super hype. We're ready to crack skulls, get ready to drink blood of somebody else. I'm sorry, Tommy. Okay. That, what so what that's are you talking what he, about? So that's what he was saying, that he was so amped up during minicamp that as soon as he said uh, something that was even remotely provoking, that's uh, the way he reacts. You know, to, that whole yeah. time I was just wishing it was Stephen Fry reading that. I was just thinking, <laughs> yeah, yeah, imagine. Yeah. Can you imagine if readers. I did it, can you if readers. I did it in the voice of Hagrid? That'd be a game changer. Yeah, wizard Harry. Um, uh, if you so want he a just grain, wanted to eat, drink blood the whole time. That's yeah, whole... but he, he wanted to crack skulls and drink blood. So you can. You, he was. He was a little. A little, yeah. a couple of sandwiches short yeah. of that bloke, but um, and that's why, yeah, yeah. Um, but what I uh, this one, if you want a rating though of my two stories, this one I think is superior to the first. Um, <laughs> it's like it's it like going so hard to get that out. It's of you. like going and having like a ninety-five pen folds, <laughs> and then someone rolls in with a ninety-one. You're like, sorry, you know what I mean? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> sorry, yeah, I, I don't, don't know. I, you know what I mean? I'm, not a, a I'm not a massive fan no. of Danger Mouse. No. So. <laughs> you know, like the They're tannins on this, the tannins on yeah. this story oh. are just okay. balls to the wall sort of. Thing. Uh, let's um, balls to the wall tannins. <laughs> That's I can taste the balls to the wall. I can't wait to read your book of tasting notes. Yeah. Oh god. Um, <laughs> So this is the famous story of Mario Accardi and Maxi Lopez, two Argentinian footballers. Uh, both played in mm. Italy. Um, they played for they they, they are that, Argentinian descent, that? but played in Italy. Okay. Um, is that all right? Is that so hang on does a everyone fact check? <laughs> is it Argentinian? Is, is it Argentinian? Or I said Argentinian Ar- footballers. I'm pretty sure it's Argentinian. Argentinian. Yeah. When, when do you use Argentine? Uh, uh, any I idea? think he's I'm, an Argentine. I'm asking you. Argentine. He's an Argentine national. No, Argentina is when you don't 
You, when you walk into a shower without yes, flip flop, yeah, you don't dry. You, your feet tell ah, me your socks oh, straight on in Argentina. Yeah. What's what's Argentinitis then? That's that's in your ears. That's when that's when you go out with Maradona and you get ringing in your ears. Um, so this is a this is a bit of an awkward one. This this story. Um, so Acadian, uh, it, it has nothing to do with football, believe it or not. Uh, the 25-year-old uh, Mario Accardi, the Argentine, uh, there you go, Argentine striker, uh, and his fellow 34-year-old countrymen both played together in a in a small uh, team in Italy called Sampdoria. Yep. Uh, they're currently in uh, the Syria at the moment. Oh, good for them. Um, and they had a very close relationship. It was to the point where when Accardi came in as a young buck into the team, Lopez actually put him up at his house. Oh, that's uh, allowed him to stay. Made a little guest bed for him, a little fold out. You know how it is. Billeted him. Yes, exactly. Um, but what eventually happened <laughs> was the young Bark Akadi. Uh oh. Uh, sort of took a fondness to um, to Maxi Lopez's wife, oh. Wanda Nara. Uh, wife mm. and three kids, I've seen this add. video. So Wanda whoa, Nara, whoa, look, that's what? the photo of them there. There's there's Wanda sitting next to her husband, Maxi Lopez, and Casanova over there on the right. That is Maro Acardi. And that is them on a holiday. He took them on a holiday. Maxi Lopez oh. took him on a holiday with his wife. Oh, the next thing you will notice is that she's after they divorced mm. oh. Lopez and Acardi, it's come out that no, so Lopez and, and, and Nara came out that Acardi and Nara, the wife, had been having an affair. <sighs> Three months after the divorce has been settled, uh, they started a happy new family together. Oh wow, who's she, are they they are his Mr. Lopez's kids. Oh, uh, Mr. Lopez wow. still in the team? Oh. No, Mr. Lopez. No, this is, this is after he'd moved to to Inter Milan. Oh, so Acardi right. had moved into Inter yeah. Milan, and and Nara Wanda went with him, and they got married. Uh, the next one uh, yeah. you will see, which is I think this is the icing on the cake. They played Sampdoria into Milan, and he wouldn't shake his hand. So Lopez wouldn't shake Acardi's hands. I don't blame him. Mm. Also, when he found out that Acardi had tattooed Lopez's kids on his arm. Whoa! So oh. he has got the other the other gentleman's t- t- three kids tattooed on his arm. That is, I mean, is Lopez's hair natural? No, uh, he's no. done a Michael Clark there. He's yeah. got full pup on it. Um, yeah, it's, it's blonde tips for and the and he's there. gone the. On, a, he's, on like a forty year old. Also yeah. a Harry Potter I don't fan. Know how he though. lost his wife. <laughs> also a Harry Potter fan. Uh, oh, he's really? done the full Draco Malfoy. Uh, he's slicked <laughs> it down. Yeah, he's he's look. He, I I don't I don't hate it. Um, but would you tattoo <laughs> your wife's ex ex's kids on your arm? I don't know. But does anybody's wife have ex's kids? Yeah, is anyone a stepdad? Mm, no. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Has anyone got yeah. their own kids tattooed on themselves? I wouldn't even commit some that. Some other to blokes. That. <laughs> That's a good point. It's their faces as well, not their names. Just is it their faces? Faces and their dead. names were on his arm just then. Uh, yeah. Oh, the you know what that is? The... Kept losing them yeah. at the water park. i tell you what I think is a bit of a dodgy one, though. I didn't actually get this photo, but. He, they went on to then have two kids of their own together, uh, the, the Akadis. Where are um, they tattooed? And they're tattooed on his calves. Oh. So his kids got the buys where the, the old snake handler. Yeah. And yeah, then yeah. old mates on the back of the calf. I feel, yeah. that's a, I feel that's a relegation. 
They're in Syria B. The other guys' kids are in Syria A. If we're talking F1, they're in pole, and the other yeah. guys where Ricardo is normally. Well, What's has he got both arms tattooed? I, I think he's got he's got every, his whole body's yeah, inked up. Um, but while that wasn't enough, there's one more little one. When he, as I said, he's left Sampdoria to move to Inter Milan. No, another little stab at him. And the 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 big thing was Inter Milan in in Italy at that time was the club that everybody wanted to play for. And the Argentinian league also wasn't that great. So a lot of the Argentinian players had like this dream of either playing for Inter Milan or AC Milan. Yep. Uh, Maxi Lopez, he always told uh, when they were playing at Sampdoria, always told Icardi that his dream would be to hold up the blue and black jersey of 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 Inter with his name on the back. Oh. So when Icardi got signed for Inter Milan, look what he did at his press op. Press op. He put his he put Maxi Lopez's name on the back of the jersey. But was that actually a what? like a tribute to him? No. A thank you? No. no. That was an up yours. That was an no, up yours. Not only have I stolen your wife and family, <laughs> I'm going to steal your name and your jersey. Uh, your dream. Having yeah. said that, though, some would He's say... single white female. <laughs> some would say Wanda yeah. Nara picked the right guy. Uh, it turns out that Akadi turned out to be an absolute out-and-out superstar. He's played for Argentina Argentina a handful of times. He actually just lost the Champions League final to Bayern Munich. He was playing for Paris Saint-Germain. Oh, is he? With Kylian Mbappe and and Neymar. Um, He's an absolute superstar player. Uh, And the other guy's playing for, I think, he's playing for a team in Italy called Corotone. Your your whole concept of love is a skin. Love is blind. That's how good that person is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, first, like first versus fourth division's pretty big. <laughs> is he, uh, when you pick your wife, it's not about which division of soccer she's in. Is he getting her a coffee in the morning? Like, he, what's he doing for her? Like, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. as, a, as a husband, <laughs> you, you can't was, compare them based on the on-field stuff. She's got nothing to do with that. Just, what's uh, it for her? Oh, a lot. <laughs> really? Yeah. 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 I'm, talking, so I'm, so, I'm talking silk thread counts. That's what I'm talking. linen. Okay, very good, Tommy. Um, thank you for eventually choosing your favourite. That was very good of you. <laughs> okay, so yeah. my story's not too far from yours, Tommy, and it's one that we all know, but oh, I just okay. want to... Is it also said in Italy? It's, well, no. <laughs> oh, so it is quite, quite far. No, no. It involves a cardigan. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Nailed it, Nick. Um, so I want to talk about Wayne Carey. Oh, the king. Oh, Wayne the king. The king, the duck. And I want to talk about an old mate of his, Anthony Stevens. Um, oh, Steve-O. Now, there they are there, best of friends. That's one of the premierships, maybe 96, maybe 99. Captain and the vice captain, just living it up. The best of friends. He's look at the arms mm. on him. Yeah, look at the, the cannons there. Big. That's uh, We're looking at a photo of Wayne Carey and Anthony Stevens there. Hugging each other. Walking around the G. Um, it's weird that he played with the scarf on, isn't it? Yeah, well, you know, the king could do anything. Um, so... <laughs> What happened? I'm just going to try and race through this, this as quick as we can. The they became the two families became very friendly. So Kelly Stevens Uh-oh. and that's important. It is, and Sally Carey. Um, they'd hang out a lot Uh-oh. to the point that um, Wayne's brother was getting married. I don't want to get oh. this wrong. Um, and and so Roger Mariah. No, let me just double check this. Um, Roger Carey. <laughs> Mariah Carey. Mariah yeah, Alex. Carey. Right. <laughs> You know what, if I get this wrong, rat's ass. Mario um, Carey. Anyway, there was a wedding they were going to, so both families went to the wedding. Beautiful. Um, mm. Afterwards, 
they were drinking. Was it a sit-down event? Are we talking finger yeah, what food? Talking? What are we talking? It How was, big was the cake? It was a very rustic affair. It was on a Stop farm. We're talking oh, oh, at a farm. Yes. Nice. Um, like, in a, like a converted mm, barn type thing? It was, and there was a... a DJ or band? Band. Uh, four, four of them. Bastard. Four piece. And the band, most members weren't wearing shoes. There we go. Really? There we go. Uh, oh. So there was a double bass. Covers? Oh. Mostly covers or... Yes, mostly covers, but they snuck in a couple of originals. People said they were great, and they deserve yeah. better than just doing weddings on farms. Oh, my really? God. There you go. Um, all right. Well, thanks for that <laughs> one, <James. laughs> Anyway, so yeah, afterwards. That's all the information we need. Yeah. Afterwards. So Wayne and Kelly um, were they're more party animal types, whereas Anthony and Sally like to get to bed early. So mm, they went to bed oh, early, of really? course. Wayne and Kelly. Then they try. They raid the um, alcohol fridge at the bar. So, so, so sorry. Which who who's who's married to who at this stage? Wayne is married to Sally. Okay. The so King is married to Sally. Yep. And Anthony is married to Kelly. So, Sally. Oh Jesus! Sally is Sally, Sally is Wayne yeah. Carey's wife. Yeah, yeah. But she's Kelly gone to bed. is Stevens's wife, and I think. I think Sally liked going to bed because she's like, oh, Wayne's embarrassing me again. And then, so. and then Stevens is like, right. oh, if I go to bed early, now, maybe I'll be a bit as good a footballer is, as Wayne. If I know where this is going, I'm guessing that uh, Sally and Stevens hooked up. No, mate, you got that. No, no it's the other way. <laughs> Why so they go to bed Because they had to get up when, early. When does she meet Harry, though? What, uh, when does Harry in come a cafe. This? She orders. <laughs> Something that the other French person's omelet, having. French omelet, French omelet. French omelet. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know why I'm so even telling this part so. of the story. We've been so sorry. It's not really important. Anyway. <laughs> Go back to the band. Okay. <laughs> okay. So picture this. How was the best man speak? Okay. Picture this. The bride and the groom are walking in and everybody <laughs> and stands the and they okay. start playing a Bonnie Verse song. Magic. Really? Stop Magic. Uh, yeah. Wow. Oh, anyway. Yeah. That's weird. This was, the, this was the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> it would have been like the original. That was their original that they played. It was. That was the original. Yeah. Hey, the oh band was Bonnie Ver. There we go. I've said it. Anyway, needless Whoa. to say, they stay up late. I need to get through this. They Just start the late. And the conversation turns this is – I'm quoting – Wayne wrote an article. He wrote a book and then it ended up being an article in the Herald Sun. So he discusses this got and he demoted. says – Got demoted. Sorry? Yeah. <laughs> is that what I said? The book got demoted. Books are usually a lot longer than <laughs> No, it's an excerpt <laughs> from the book. <laughs> it's an excerpt from the This is not going to happen today. This is not going to happen today. I told myself. <laughs> I can feel the strumpet oh, coming. Mate. So. <laughs> it's going to hit us like a bloody thunderstorm. Oh, it's coming. Yeah, Listen. Yeah. I think that's just called a pamphlet, mate. We, we can't release it's that. It's an as excerpt a... from a best-selling book where Wayne opened up about his relationship <laughs> with Anthony's wife that basically ruined his life. Where can I pick up one of these flies? Oh, Angus and Robertson. <laughs> They're doing it $34.95. I've got to look it up because I knew you'd ask me for the stat. Angus and Robertson, $34. Also, Kmart, Target. Dimmicks? Um, Is it in paperback? Sorry? Paperback? Yes. <sighs> anyway, the, the, relationship, the conversation turned slightly sexual. Oh, right. oh. Which I don't want to speculate. I'm guessing maybe... He did that with his bottle or something. Do you, I don't know. Do you, do you, do you, do you love tooling? Yeah, something. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, from that, 
it developed. It got to a point where he was talking to Kelly on the phone. He'd ring her up and they'd chat. I mean, who oh. do you talk to any of your mates' wives on the phone? Yeah, no. no, it's a bit weird. Not, not anymore. No. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, not until they move next door. Now we just talk <laughs> over the fence. <laughs> <laughs> Sally Wayne, Sally and the Duck. They buy a new apartment, a new house in January. One day Kelly comes over, We're knowing at. that. Sorry, where at North Melbourne? Yeah, right. <laughs> in the greater yeah, metropolitan the whole area. area. <laughs> um, area. Lovely, lovely uh, three better. Close to training. Uh, it was um, <laughs> over two levels. Oh, really? Yeah, and it yeah. was oh, described nice. as a all real be- fixer upper. <laughs> the bedroom, <laughs> okay. bedrooms upstairs, downstairs are all up. Yep. yep. Also upstairs. a, uh, a loft area. Yeah, really? absolutely. Loft study that would have been handy for him. Yeah. So Kelly comes mm-hmm. over. I'm going to push through this bastard. Yep. Kelly comes over knowing that. Sally's not there, and they oh. kiss. Oh, Kelly. Fast forward a few weeks, they start doing Sally it. Sally here? Pash. Start doing it. Do yeah. It. Doing what? Oh. Start doing Horizontal it. mumba. Oh, really? Yeah. God. Oh. Anyway, it goes on. He kicked on from, a couple of majors, did he? Do? Yeah, he did. <laughs> and a um, few yeah. behinds as well. Oh. Hey, oh. Hey. Anyway. Um, and they printed that in the paper. Yeah, they did. So it gets yeah. to the point where Wayne's like, look, no more. Um, I love Sally. And uh, oh. Steve A loves you. Let's end it now. <laughs> if I know blokes, particularly footballers, <laughs> this is he what it says in his book. He, he just said, like, hey, 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 love, quit this throwing isn't yourself right. at this me. This is what I'm the drawing king, the line. This is what the king said. <laughs> now, funnily yeah. enough, um, Kelly came no, no, out in 2012. Stop. After this. <laughs> well, he said, this is the end. So I'm going to tell his side of it and then I'll tell <laughs> Kelly's. Um, anyway, okay. they go to a. A, at Glen Archer's house. It's his wife's 30th. A lovely hey, house. Oh. And um, they go around what kind for a little party soiree. Are we well, it was out in a tennis court. There was tennis. Uh, there was canapes. <laughs> really? Yeah. What are we talking about? I think it sounds like a Hamptons yeah. white party to me. It was a white party. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so they, they're there. And old the Ducks been sinking a few on the tennis court. Um, yep. He's winning, of course. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there was obviously a basketball hoop attached to the tennis court. Yeah. Yep. Um, a few. Yep. And... Um, the, do, we, do we know what the surface was? Uh, between clay court. Oh, surface. I thought yeah. you meant surface because I'm going to say, well, he finished. It was 6-2. Yeah. Six, six <laughs> yeah. um, yeah. what, what percentage ba- of first Barry's surface? Barry's catering. Advantage the duck. Um, percentage of surface, uh, 78%. He's having a good day, the duck. Good outing. When he's on, he's on. Yeah. Um, yeah. That up and in serve. Oh. Oh, it's hard. Oh, mate. What about the kicker? Oh, the kicker. Yeah. Oh, goodness. Oh. Stop it right on the tee, junk. It is. Oh, it gets you every time. Oh, anyway, he's... Needs to hang a leak. Decides really? to go into the bathroom, which the bathroom is in front of everybody. Now, I'm going to bring you in here, Tommy, because is, you have an inside man. We won't say who it is, but Tommy knew someone at the party. <laughs> I, 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 oh. I know someone that knows someone that was at the party. Of course he does. Right. I want you to wow. – wait, wait. I'm going to tell how Wayne told it yeah, and you yeah. tell me how your mate told it. Yeah. So, Wayne goes into the bathroom. Then Kelly follows him in, in front of everybody. At least 20 to 30 people could see. She comes into the bathroom and shuts the door behind her, and he says to her, and I quote, it says in the book – Occupied. No, he said... I'm in here. He said, what the fuck are you doing? Really? So he kept saying, no, 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 we need to talk. He said, get out of here. I don't want any part of this anymore because I'm an honourable man. It's yep. in his book. Then he said, oh, you're what, a bloody idiot. Why would you do this? Just go out the way you came in. Just go the bloody way out you came in. Uh, and what reason would he have to lie about this? So no, he wouldn't. Right. So then he was yeah. – in, in his book he says he was trying to find a window to climb out. She then eventually, after two minutes, How big leaves. is this bathroom that he's looking around for a window? Like, yeah. uh, uh, I searched everywhere for a window. Well, it's. I think yeah. it was the bathroom connected to the tennis court. So. Oh. So yeah. the outdoor – like the tennis court, like pool house style. Ma- What's that called? A maid's quarters. A maid's quarters. Maid's quarters. Anyway, so he then after two minutes walks out. Out. 
He thinks, okay, nobody says anything. He thinks, is clear, oh, my yeah. God, coast is clear. Nobody saw it. Then he walks and then uh, Archer comes up to him and goes, old Arch goes, what the hell are you doing? It's gone bad. It's gone pear-shaped because at that time Anthony Stevens was in the garage and he and his Mrs. Mrs. Kelly were having a blue. Then, of course, in walks the duck. Uh, you know, uh, Steve-O turns on the duck and says, what are you doing, you prick? Everything goes pear-shaped. Everything comes out then. It's all out in the open. But He'd left just the according to the pamphlet that I read, he told her he doesn't want to be with her anymore and none of that. But then Kelly in 2012 came out and said, mm, no, at that stage they were saying, I love you to each other. Really? They were smooching in the toilet. God. And she was the one that ended it. Really? So, Tommy, that's his side of the story. Is that what happened? Is that what you Yeah, know? what happened? Well, obviously, the allegedly the, allegedly the person that that I've heard a story from wasn't inside the wasn't inside the the, the toilet. toilet. <laughs> um, a little he's not a weirdo. <laughs> a little peeping Tom. <laughs> I was there. Um, no, um, no, what? But that whole story of them entering the bathroom and there being a queue for the bathroom. Uh, really, hundred percent legit. People saw them walking in. What sort of time length do you reckon they were in there? I, I don't. She said know. two minutes, but I reckon two minutes. I, 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 I dare, I dare, I say, I think her story fits more the, uh, the, the sort of the narrative. The, the narrative. So anyway, fast forward. Um, he ends up leaving the club. Um, Why? Because he had sex with his best mate's <laughs> wife oh, okay, and the vice yeah. captain. That'll do it. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure I went through that. I'll have the, to watch the rest. Of the, <laughs> the rest of the team didn't. Oh, they they wanted to leave. They just no, no. Just, just probably the more he, he moves to Adelaide. Yeah, goes to Adelaide. Goes now, what I want to show you, and if you're watching KO or Facebook, you can have a yes. look. This is the first time that Adelaide then played North Melbourne, and he had to come up against his old mate Steve-O and Glenn Archer, who wanted to kill him as well. So there's the duck there. That's Archer just gave him a good punch to the ribs. The chase. I could be an AFL commentator. There he is. That's Steve-O around his legs. Yeah, he's gonna give him a shove. That was Steve. I pushed him to the ground. Then the duck wants to come back. No, here we go. Watch that. That's oh. he came off second oh, best yeah, there. That was Steve. I came off the shoulder. Steve. No, well, I mean he's a tiny man compared to the little. king. Look at the size of the king. Um, here it is. Here. Oh, that's Archer. Just gave him a nice punch in the gut. Yeah. Here we go. That's that's them. That's how weird is that? That he was stooping his wife, and then they're playing each other. I mean, look at that. There you go. Another bump. I know who I'd pick. Really? Yeah. <laughs> well, if you had to stoop one. <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> Who would you go to the toilet with, Tom? Apparently they've now... Um, there it is. There. Look at that archer. The king. Look at this. Here he is. Oh, this is great. He watch this. He flinches. This is... Oh. Ooh. There we go. That was... Uh, mate, and I think that's actually more to do with um, him leaving empty beer bottles on the tennis court. Yeah, no. Mate. But we yeah. don't know. You left that's, the seat up. Yeah. You grew yeah, I think that's what it was. Yeah. Um, anyway, apparently, uh, fast forward, 2015... Glenn Archer and Wayne Carey are in Bali at the same time. They end up text messaging oh, no. and they go and they talk about it for the first time. Archer then goes, right, well, you know, next year is the 20-year uh, reunion for our premiership win. We need to get you and Steve in a room. You need to bury the hatchet, smoke them and peace pipe. And they did. So oh, Really? And, and um, Steve-O came out and said, look, I've accepted his apology, but I'll never forgive him. Are they still together? Steven no, nobody's with anybody. Okay. No. Uh, no tattoos. <laughs> I thought you were going to say... Uh, a really lonely end of the story. No. Well, here's the... Here Wayne, is Wayne Carey and Steve-O's wife, are they still together? Uh, Did that yeah. last? I'm not sure. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so, 
what ended up happening was this is this is the cream on the cake is Whoa. that in Whoa. 2000 Choice well sorry, where'd the cake come the from the cake. Are we going this, back yeah. to the wedding no yeah. no <laughs> <laughs> we're going forward to Glenn, Glenn Archer's wife's birthday <laughs> yeah what oh, ended up happening? Yeah, what are they supposed to blow it out, mate? Man. I don't know why they were keeping it in the bathroom. Yeah, <laughs> anything could have happened. <laughs> yeah. These High candles, countertops was away from these, the kids. Yeah, these candles yeah. will not light. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what, the top of the cake's like cement. <laughs> It's going back to a discussion before we're on air. Yes. Um, very good. Anyway. Very good. Um, so, very good. what happened in 2012? Gravel tennis court. Gravel tennis court. Glenn Archer, Glenn Archer in 2012 put his house on the market. Oh. And when they sold it on domain, we got if you can bring this up actually, Chris, there we go. Oh yeah. Scandal put Kangaroo Wonderland on the map. They used the sex scandal to sell the property. Epic. Oh no. Nice. It was here the affair between wow. Wayne Carey and his vice captain, uh, captain's wife Kelly Stevens was exposed when the couple were caught together in the bathroom during a kangaroo's party. Wow. So they sold it, and then it says the four-bedroom, two-bathroom house at, at, well, I won't say the address, features a home theatre, study, large outdoor entertainment area, pool with a pool house. And a toilet where you can shag your mate's wife. Yeah. And a washer a washer dry with ass print on the top. <laughs> anyway, that's so yeah, they managed to they got a lot more money, Glenn Archer, for oh. his house because that is where scandal filled. That is scandal happened. Good story. That is a great That's almost like uh, investigative journalism you've just done there. Thank you, James. mate. That's great. Um, that's very good. So what are the band doing now? <laughs> it's Bobby Vernon. Vernon, he's killing it. He had a uh, he had a solo project for a bit. Yeah, he's, he's just collaborated with Taylor Swift. Funnily enough, that I had tickets to see him at the Opera House. Really? And uh, what happened? Wait, I'm just. I think I've, I think that was actually Auskia. Oh, mm. oh, good. oh, this is embarrassing for you because everyone would have known. Yeah. <laughs> One listener would have written in going, actually, James, hang on. Uh, you that your you. first correction. <laughs> no, because COVID kicked in. I can't remember. Uh, Shall I ring my wife? That's not the last because she bought the tickets for my birthday because yeah. guess who her favourite band is? Okay. <laughs> we move on. <laughs> I don't know because there's two bands. They're both her favourite bands. Is it Oskia? Oh, oh, yeah, my yeah. goodness. Nick, say this, please. Mate. Yeah. No. Anyway. <laughs> oh, good okay. times. Yeah. Good times. Hey, guys, do you want to hear my oh, one? Oh, yeah, sorry. Or <laughs> out of time? sorry mate. Yeah, just... mate, sorry, we're busy. we got to go. <laughs> Nick, I'm sorry. Could you tell your story, please? Mm. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm going to take you guys. I'm going to take you. You can detour it as much as you want on my story if you like. But, uh, <laughs> Challenge I'm going to take I'm going to take you to the year oh, 2005. Sorry, Nick, Nick, just a second. What topic yes. are you doing this week? Uh, yeah, who knows? <laughs> I'm going to go for um, something similar to what you guys. Oh, so this is what. So this is what I've decided to do. So you guys were talking about like you know um, people who hated each other and they had fights. You know, back in the training field, they had them off field, all that kind of stuff. I'm bringing you something that happened on the pitch, live on television. Oh, that's Ooh, so. That's I'm going to take you back to 2005, as you guys mm. are aware. YouTube is going to is, is about to be launched. Um, Barney's ringtone, "Black Eyed Peas," "Don't Funk with My Heart." That yep. was the year that was released. Yes, I had and obviously, you did you? Mm. <laughs> and then obviously, July the second, Live Eight, a set of ten simultaneous concerts takes place uh. throughout the world. Raising interest uh, in the Make Poverty History campaign, which is always a confusing 
campaign for me because are they trying to get rid of poverty or are they trying to make poverty so big that that, <laughs> that it will remain in history? The, Boom. Yeah, that's, that's right. It's question. the biggest situation and that's yeah. the question I wanted to know. But also a Premier League match between Newcastle and Aston Villa happened and a, um, two, two players, Lee Bowyer and Kieran Dyer, mm. and they were sent off on, for an on-pitch scuffle that saw punches thrown by both players. Yeah, so they're on the same team, which is, you know, a very rare, rare occasion. Now, the season, I'm going to take a little bit of history behind it. So in 2004-2005, uh, Newcastle, they had finished fifth the previous year, so they were qualifying for Europe. So there's high expectations, mm-hmm. uh, but they were sitting at 10th in the league. They'd, um, they weren't doing sort of so well, um, and it was... Uh, Graham Sooners had just come in as a manager just to try and like you know recoup and try and get them into that um, uh, qualifying for Europe situation, but they're languishing in tenth, and this was a time for them uh, against Aston Villa. They'd just got seven points from the last three games. That's all good. They're thinking that maybe that they can just get uh, out of that relegation zone with this huge win. Now the match itself, it didn't really go very well. So they. Uh, went down 1-0 in the first uh, five or six minutes. Then in the 73rd minute, something really dangerous <laughs> happened. This is what I love about football and is, so they go down in the first five minutes, set now, then skip yeah. to the 73rd <laughs> minute. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing happens for a whole happens. hour. <laughs> <laughs> but it's worth the wait because this is actually, uh, this is a, a big thing that happened in the game. Steven Taylor was actually shot by a sniper at the ground. And I think if you can if roll the footage here. So as the uh, Aston Villa comes in, oh, boom, look, look at happened? this. So just to well, scroll it this. for he's, us. Well, he's just, he's obviously been hit by a sniper because it's the only way he could describe it. Okay. Um, yep. He's been shot in the... He's <laughs> shot, so he's the goalkeeper, is he? <laughs> no, he's not. Who is he? No, the guy he, next to him. He, he, did he's, a yeah. he's a defender. He's a defender. And he used he, his and hand. The ball, he used his hand to stop the ball. Uh, well, that's what some people are saying. But the only reason that I can think of is he's been shot because he's he's, class, he's he's clutched at his abdomen going, oh, my gosh, look mm. how hurt I am. Look right. like a and, um, sciatica. Yeah, I think he's done his L4 yeah. and L5, if you ask me. Uh, yeah. Mm. Well, either way, he was got he got sent off. So Newcastle down to 10 men. Right. There's a penalty, oh. uh, and sh- a penalty in shoes. And then uh, uh, Gareth Barry, he steps up. He, he's, he's cool as a cucumber. He slots it. They're 2-0 down. Later on, they get another penalty. They're 3-0 down. Now, this is what happens. So the frustration of the match becomes a little bit too much. There are obviously two penalties have been gone against them. One of the promising academy lads, he's been shot dead. Eventually, <laughs> um, this proved a little bit too much for, for Bowyer, who believed that teammate Dyer was intentionally not passing him the ball. Ooh. So with around 10 minutes to go, um, this is what happened. So Bow, uh, I'm going to throw it over to my good mates, Mark Lawrenson and Alan Hansen, to describe what's going on here. So they've gone 3-0 down. Kieran Dyer's in the ball here. Boyer wants it again. Give me it, give me it. Right, he doesn't get it. Comes inside. No, when he's going past Boyer there, obviously something's said, and then we run it on, and this is just unbelievable. Ball's going over his head and it's, it's, look, look at that stance alone as well. Come on then, what are you going to do about it? Well, th- this is what we're going to do about it. I mean, it's, it's absolutely You don't expect, disgraceful. you stand there, you don't oh. expect. No, you don't, then, you don't. Like, but then just, four just or there. five times. I think just there, I think he's then gone and this is, the, I mean, what what is he possibly thinking? And then the fan as well, the fan has his say, quite rightly so as well. And 
love wow. the fan and quite rightly. So the, fan, the fans come in and he said, you know, he said his say, and obviously we can't, you know, lip read what the fan was saying, but it says something about how he can go home and play Yahtzee or something like that. <laughs> yeah, um, right. That's the only hand gesture that I could think of that, that would that would surmise. It's incredible that you there, can but... lip read from the fan with the back of his head. <laughs> oh, that's well, yeah, that's it's, an impressive It's amazing skill. technology. It's amazing technology at this time. But um, so, yeah, so what? Wow. So I fa- actually, I actually found out what was said between them to cause the fight. So oh, basically, uh, leave... accent, please. Oh, yes, sure. Uh, do you want my um, Kiwi one? Sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'll I'll be um I'll be okay. There's two players here. One's okay. Lee Bowyer and uh, he confronts Dyer. Uh, Lee Bowyer's like, why why aren't you passing me the ball, mate? And then Lee okay. Dyer's gone. All right, mate. The reason I don't pass you the ball is because you're shit, basically. Oh <laughs> and wow. Then, and so that's why he didn't pass him the ball because he thought he wasn't a very good player. But right. he was not passing the ball the whole time, and so they had this massive fight. Um, they obviously, you know, you saw what happened as a massive thing. And so, um, they continue. So they both get sent off. So now the, now Newcastle down to eight men, the fight continues down, um, the tunnel. Oh wow! Now what happens is, is that, do you know who, do you know who breaks them up? Two masseuses. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've seen this video. <laughs> so two, two masseuses, masseuses come in and oh, <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, so they they start breaking them up, which it's hard to do because their hands are very oily. So they like, <laughs> so they can't they can't separate them as quick oh, as they hey, normally hey guys, should. You do. feel tense. <laughs> yeah, they're like we do massages. <laughs> so they. They break up the fight. Then Graham Sooners, who's the manager or the coach of the football team, he goes down to the changing sheds and and, and do you know how he um, soothes the situation? He goes, Gets if massage. you guys think you're, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he goes, he, cha- he challenges the two players to a fight. Oh wow! And he goes, he goes, yes. do you know what's gonna, yeah, do you know, do you know what's gonna help this situation? More fighting, cage fighting. And so. Yeah, yeah. So the players know, hey, we don't want to fight you because you're the manager, and so they have they hold this a, a secret press conference afterwards, <laughs> and um, they tell <laughs> they, they, they tell everyone oh, that's they, good. Apolo- they apologize, they apologize, and they um they, this is the what they said in the apology. Um, they say I'd uh, so. Uh, Bowyer says, I'd just like to apologize to the fans, the chairman, the managing staff, all the players, and everybody that is connected to Newcastle, my family, and everybody that witnessed that, hap- uh, that happened today on the football pitch. But he didn't apologize to Dyer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> and so Dyer gets fined for three matches. Bowyer gets he gets six matches banned and uh, his six-week wages, which is £210,000. Oh, oh, wow. Um, and uh, money to go to Bali. Oh mate, that's right. And they said, uh, as of the as of now, um, yeah, their relationship isn't great. But uh, Di was said in an interview. He says the um, he says the relationship is healthy as it can be or could be, and that's just the way that Lee was. Uh, he said of the infamous fight, but I still want to beat him up. <laughs> oh, wow! <laughs> and so, as good as it yeah. can be for a guy, I want to kill. <laughs> 
Yeah, right. that's right. Yeah. So he basically, that was all caught on live uh, television and um, one of the few instances where teammates fighting each other for, for everyone to see. Well done. <laughs> Very well done. All right. Well, that is the podcast. Nice yeah. work, everybody. Mm. Um, it'll be Great. interesting to watch back. I don't know what anybody said. Mm. Um, it, again, if you want to get, get those headphones fixed. Is that what it is? <laughs> I was, the whole thing confused me. To be honest, I don't know what anybody said. Um, is it because you were like rage the whole time? I No, rage yeah. started around about when I started telling the story <laughs> and it hasn't subsided. <laughs> what people are listening now, they think, well, but what I've done is I've learnt to pretend like I'm not angry, which is what I'm doing right now. And as soon as this podcast finishes, I will kill one of them. Was he set up a special like text chain that left you out and it was called... Let's kamikaze the bastard. Uh, yeah. And it was Average Andrew's idea. Well done, Average. Um, all right. If you want to get involved. Loving the nickname. In, um, in, um, in the show. At Professor J. Roch. On Twitter and Instagram. <laughs> no, she said it was, she said it was below, below Average. Below Average. It was Below Average Andrew. And we were like, we can't say Below, below Average. That's too mean. That's too mean. And obviously, ours is more to do with your podcasting ability as opposed to her reason. Yeah. Reason, not region. Jesus. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. North Melbourne? Um, <laughs> all right. So, yeah, at Professor on Fox on Twitter and Instagram um, and also uh, at Narrow Water Sports on Facebook. Um, <sighs> that's about all we've got time for. Leave a review, five-star yes. review. Um, Tommy, yeah. what do you got for us next week? Uh, the benefits of my lanta. <laughs> <laughs> We got a sponsor. (laughs) (laughs) That was the Professor and Bunny podcast. Bye bye. 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 Bye.